G'day, I'm Ben from Cash Pro Australia. And I'm BJ from TBL Property Maintenance, and this is Lawn Care Skull Sessions. Boom, what's cracking, my friend? Um, beautiful weather at the moment and coming off a nice long weekend. I know, how uh, good was it? It was really good. Um, I was pretty busy sort of coming into it. Um, I know you were too, you know, taking on all that extra work. Yeah. Um, but hey, we had really nice weather. Um, I hooked in yesterday and, you know, because we had a fair bit of cash bro orders to get out. Yeah. Um, but that's cool. Like, once I've had, say, two or three days, um, you know, like, I'm pretty much itching to do something. Yeah. So, there's no dramas for me. Uh, had plenty of family time and I was able to fulfill all the orders. Oh, that's good. Um, oh, yeah. How about you? I, uh, I was avoiding my wife and youngest son for the first few days. They have some shitty virus that I did not want a part of. Uh, my wife is still sick after five days. It's not Kofifi. She's tested on multiple occasions. Yeah. Um, the young fella's come good now, and she's still pretty average, but I'm hoping that uh, she'll be up for a pass in a few days. <laughs> um, yeah, one of my daughters came in barking the other night with the, you know, the kid, the... the <coughs> go, go, <coughs> Whoa. Um, but they pulled up sweet in the morning, and today was their first day back. Yeah, um, back to school. school. And um, they went without, you know, any dramas, which is always an yeah. upside. Um, I think it's a novelty going to school these days, isn't it? Well, I mean, look, after you're coming off the back of, you know, two weeks. Yeah. Um, you know, like I was, I was jamming the kids up. I'm like, you know, you get to see your friends. Yeah. And, you know, rah, rah, rah. And it's like, it's boring as hell around here. I've got work to do. So, um, no, they, they, they had a good day. Yeah, my middle girl was straight back into it. She had cross country today. I was like, are you fucking serious? We just had... Two weeks lounging around, although yeah. she did do training the first week for dance, but cross country on the first day back. Yeah, yeah. it's heavy. Maybe they, because they, like, I know my kids did it a while ago. Yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe they missed out. I know I did it a while ago. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Um, so, look, we've got a pretty cool topic today. We're going to get into that topic shortly, but before we do, we're going to dedicate uh, this episode to the memory of uh, Jack Vandergeesen, who is my nephew. Now... My brother's family, they, um, you know, three years ago, they, um, his wife fell pregnant with twins. Yep. And during the uh, pregnancy, they realized that uh, one of the, one of the, so they had pregnant with twin boys. One of the boys, unfortunately, had a condition called anasyphily, um, which is not easy to pronounce. Yeah. Um, and um, unfortunately, you know, they gave birth uh, to the boys and 13 hours after birth, um, Jack passed away. So um, we just wanted to dedicate this show um, to the memory of Jack Vandergeesen and my brother's whole family. And along with that, um, maybe share something a little bit about that experience. Now, you and your family, everyone knows, yep. um, you know, whilst not an extreme not as extreme as this, but you know, you guys go through stuff yeah. and have to go through the, you know, the funding and no. all of that stuff. Yeah, very happy to support a good cause and the Hummingbird House. A lot of friends and family have used that sort of situation. It's 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 not a great place to be in, but it's good that that support is there. So yeah, yeah, guys. Um, and so you know, my brother's family basically, um, they were. They were put up in this hummingbird house, which is um, a facility in Brisbane. Um, they received like world class care. Yeah. Um, and uh, today, if we could just take a moment, if, if um, to you know put yourself in the situation of some of these families that go through hardship, 
We would also be fully stoked if you could uh, make a donation to Hummingbird House. The website is www.hummingbirdhouse.org.au. Um, and you know, help people. You know, this is all, yeah. this is all a big community, huge community. Um, my brother has done an amazing job. Um, really, you know, um, he's raised a lot of money. Yeah, for he's the done a lot of house. funding. Something that he's very passionate about, and he's very thankful for the time. Yeah, um, that that they did experience, even though it was it was a very traumatic time. Yeah, they were looked after. And it helped them get through that grieving process. Yeah. Um, and every year, I'm sure it's you know as hard as the previous. But um, if we could just take a moment to give them a shout out and say that we're thinking of you, then that is perfect. Love you, Dave and family. Um, all right. So today we're going to get um, right into the episode. Um, I don't know if this is controversial or not, but we're going to be talking about catching, mulching. And side throwing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this is something... I mean, <laughs> look, this is this is as talked about as, you know... Stand you, on versus sit down, whippy guards. Fucking, yeah, it's pretty... It's not conscious. Scat versus, uh, like, um, I don't what's know, that? Stanley or something? Fucking, Are they comparable? I don't know. Red Rockets, I don't know. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, there's... Oh, every time something goes up about catching versus mulching realistically like side discharges is on the fringe but catching versus mulching is normally the um the question that pops up the most yeah and we're going to include side throwing today just because it is a style along with it i don't think it's a comparable service but um it's still a service nonetheless yeah um we all have to do it look i um if you're into your acreage, that's where you're. That's where you at. Like I've seen some crazy acreages. Kyle's doing on his seventy-two. He ain't fucking catching that. Yeah, I mean, I think um, when we talk about this now, um, we. I obviously, um, I didn't even consult with you, <laughs> but I put a post up on LMCA last night. We tagged um, me now. That's like consulting someone these yeah, days, isn't it? I guess <laughs> um, we put a post up and you know explain. Hey guys, look. We're going to be doing this topic. It'd be great to get some feedback. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it would have been great if we could have someone sit in. Yeah. Who, you know, but just to get another perspective. Um, however, we got an overwhelming response. Like so we got, um, it's like 120 comments or something. Yeah. And, you know, as we say, there's a lot to unpack. <laughs> there's a lot of meat on the bone. A lot of meat on the bone <laughs> in this episode. Um, so before we sort of get into some of these points... Um, just wanted to quickly ask you, what percentage of your jobs, you know, out of all the jobs, now we know that you run some large sites, you yeah. do some acreage mowing, um, and you have some beautiful sites as well. Yeah. What sort of percentages of jobs yeah. are caught or mulched? Or I'd sighted? say probably 80% of catch okay. jobs. Um, 80% catch and the other are just side discharge. I don't do a lot of mulching. As per se, I, I don't actually have a dedicated mulch rig at all. Um, okay, so that's cool. Now, um, just just while we're on that, um, are we going to consider shoot blockers as a mulch kit? Because personally, you know, and I'm a reseller of this, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm really in the mindset that a shoot blocker is a shoot blocker. Yeah. It is there to control... The discharge clippings. Yeah. So OCDC, operator yeah. controlled discharge shoot. I get now, it. In your experience, 
you can mulch with them under certain conditions, right? Yeah, I definitely have. I There's nothing better than throwing the little flap down, the ACS unit, and dropping it across some fucking dirty big leaf piles and, and mincing it up and then just discharging it out into thin air sort of and thing. you're not going to give the Pro Shield any love right now? Yeah, well, the Pro Shield's on the 32, so I use that more like a, like a OCDC. So okay. I don't really, you know... Well, and that's probably because in those tighter areas and stuff... Yeah, I'm not going to be smashed shit up against someone's window. Yeah, so, yeah, sure. Yeah, no, it's more the, the Tiger Cat. I use the uh, use the, the ACS and I drop that and I'll use that to mulch. Sometimes even on, like, if we've had to miss a service, um, I'll run over something with the shoe blocker down and then I'll just vacuum it up with the um, Catch Pro. Okay, cool. So we'll get there because I'm glad yeah, I yeah. mentioned that. We'll get there. Now, in Greenscape Solutions, um, personally, I'd say with our clientele base, um, I reckon we're probably 50-50 with catching and side throwing. Yeah, you got a bit more uh, acreage than me. Don't you? Yeah, I mean, on so, you know, I think we were... We, I'm, I'm hoping we didn't confuse anyone on the thread last night. And it, look, if you weren't involved in the thread, we're gonna we're gonna cover all of that. So yeah. I think you missed out. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of good topics there. But if if you have a business, um, you know, where you don't mow a property under an acre, or even two two acres, whatever, this topic is really not going to you know this is not about you or yeah or anything like that because you know as veterans in this game there's no way in the world that we would ever consider catching two acres right no, no i have however so one of my customers got some empire zosia laid and i did catch a shitload i had this he wanted to scout back mm-hmm. so i scalped it and then i floated over it but um again I used it. Use the uh, the discharge chute. Yeah. Now, now I've got a paddock out here at the back, which is probably a little less than an acre. Now I catch. I yeah. catch that right. It's mine. But you catch it weekly, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, sometimes twice a week. Oh, now, if you walk out there now, I've got clippings everywhere because I left it. We've had some bad rain. Yeah. Um, I haven't been able to get to it, and so we're gonna we're gonna cover all yeah. of those topics as well grows fast out there though yeah yeah very aggressive yeah. you know queensland blue cooch um however in my own business if like i said if if a client rings me up for a two-acre property um and you know is saying look i you know i want this court i would be doing everything in my power to try and get that client to get to consider a, a side throwing service yeah. um if they were adamant that they want a court well they're going to be paying a very high yeah. price um we do have some notes in the residential pushmo market we will get there soon yep. i think first what um i want to do is maybe walk everyone through um a few a few points and things to consider sounds good so bj um the things to consider when you're choosing your application, right? So this is the catching, the mulching, and the side throwing. Yep. Um, grass variety. Now, how important is Huge. grass variety to um, all of these topics? Fucking massive. So I probably would 
Catch on a cooch, mulch on a buffalo, discharge on a pest balin, <laughs> and just rubbish grass. It's, um, yeah, all the other ones, say like Empire and things like that, I'd probably catch as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely like the different grass types would definitely make me think what I'm going to do. Because yeah. when, you, when you mulch, or even when you side discharge buffalo, it still, it sort of falls in really nice. Yeah. Cooch, not so much. I think it's a bit... A bit dusty sometimes. It depends on your lawn anyway. But, yeah, I don't think it comes up as nice as it, it does on a buffalo. Now, even when we go through these points, so grass variety is just the first point. Yeah. There's still so many variables there, right? So if I say grass variety um, and you say, yes, I would mulch a Sir Walter lawn. Yeah. Or a Kaikuyu, um Did I say that right? I think so. I just say kick, eh? Yeah, so do I. Um, we don't see it very often up here. I've got one place that has a bit of kick in it, and that's it. Yeah, we've got. Yeah, we we see it a little bit on the acreages more. I don't see it in a residential situation very nah, often. Not very often, but but to the point. Even when you're talking about grass varieties now, if if you're doing two acres of Sir Walter, you sides are on that shit. Right? Yeah, you ain't messing around nah. with the mulching, right? I mean, you could yeah. if you had a dedicated mulch kit on. I might consider doing it because it shouldn't really. It depends on your service frequency too. Okay, so if you had a business where you had a dedicated mulch kit installed, um, so you know, just imagine you've got what are the scag called the hurricane? So if, yeah, the, the, is it is it called the hurricane? Yeah, the mulch um, kit. Yeah, the mulch kit. So you had that installed. Um, up. I'm not 100% familiar, but, you know, there's baffles and there's... Yeah, yeah, there's bits and pieces going. Then you go to the 40 acres where (laughs) you've got blue cooch and all sorts of shit. All sorts of raggedy shit. You're unbolting that thing, right? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right, so we're going to talk quickly about the length and thickness. Now, obviously, this goes hand-in-hand with grass varieties, but if you get called, you know, to a block slash... Or, or just a lawn that's, you know, way out of control, um, that's definitely something to consider, right? Yeah. Um, that's one of the reasons why I haven't got a mulch kit because, you know, sometimes, you know, in Queensland we get a lot of rain during summer and I just don't want to be fucking bolting that on, bolting it off, bolting it back on again. Then I've got so many customers that use, like, the catching service. So it just... Mulching doesn't really fit in to my business unless I can do it with the with the Pro Shield or the ACS. Fair enough. Um, talk to me about leaf debris because um, oh yeah, that's another big one. I probably live in the leafiest place that I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, people think that I'm very one sided on this because I'm Mister Catch Pro. Mm. Um, but I'm really down to earth in terms of like if, if a if a potential um, catch pro customer rings me, so I'm not talking about greenscapes. Yep. I'm talking about a contractor or a homeowner that is interested in a catch pro, and you know they tell me that that um, let's say they live. Um, I'm just going to select Jimboomba, right? Yep. Jimboomba is a suburb. Um, I don't even know which fucking way it is, but <laughs> it's a suburb somewhere. Um, lots and lots of one to two acre lots. Yeah. Um, now, if a homeowner rings me and they say, look, I live in Jimboomba, I've got, you know, let's say an acre block 
got a house on it. We've got a driveway. We've got an entertainment area. Yep. We've got, you know, a couple of patches, say 400 squares there, 300 here, whatever the case. Is the cash flow right for me? Now, I will always say that, look, you're probably getting to the maximum yeah. part of it. But if you really love your lawn, then the catch pro will suit you. Yeah. Now, if you're a contractor in that area and your main core business is, say, one to two acre lots, I wouldn't be recommending the catch pro as a dedicated catching no. system. Um, not to say that I would necessarily, um, you know, recommend a mulching kit. Yeah. Because I just think there is so, so many you, variables. So you're thinking more like a walker or a, or so a walker or something? A walker would be perfect. Like a navigator. A walker or a navigator. Yeah. Any type of direct... I mean, Gianni. Um, yeah. I think they're the only three. Grillo. No, there's a Grillo one. Okay. And you've got other blower assistant yeah. systems yeah. that would be more than capable of, you know, doing those types of... Yeah. You, know, you can get a skag with one of their... Yeah. Well, that's what was... That's um, what actually mowed the, the Grand Prix. Yeah. Okay, skip. cool. So, that was um, pretty cool. So, if you were a contractor that wanted to do dedicated catching yeah in that's in that environment probably not um if i get called up and there's a contractor that you know does a variety of jobs and they have a brand new village with you know 300 meter long nature strips yeah and you know all sorts of stuff like that then the catch pros is perfect yeah because you can take that thing off when you don't need to catch um you know if there's a paddock Take it off in two seconds. Yeah. Side throw the paddock, come out onto the main road, and you know sometimes these places have three hundred meters long. Yeah. Of a yeah. footpath. I don't have any developments at the at the moment, but yeah, I know what you mean. And you know, I don't think it makes sense in any way, shape, or form to really push mow that if you have a zero turn. No. And I think the safest way and the way that you can provide the best service is you know let's say catch pro or you know whatever the there's grass gobblers and other things out there um now i know we sort of touched on it a little bit just then but we've got equipment including blades etc so when you're you know when we're sort of touching on that you know obviously there's different blade options yeah mulching high lift medium lift low lift x blades sand is there sand blades I heard someone had uh, sand blades. They're basically flat. They don't really have a, a kick on them at all. Um, I saw a thread, I, I think, know. in LMCA about sand blades. You might have caught me on the spot there. Sorry about that. Um, but, I don't know, maybe it's like a WA thing? Yeah, maybe. Something. I don't know. Um, but, you know, like, obviously, if you're going to be running any sort of dedicated mulch system, you want a pair of gators. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now that's not to say that you can't use gators with a catch pro or any. No, other well, I, I've got. Well, I mean, I we, we yeah them. yeah I've got gators for um for the thirty two. Mm-hmm. I've got gators for the forty eight, but mm-hmm. most of the time I'm using the the medium lift or the high lift because I like to catch like most of my clients are catch. Yeah yeah um yeah I mean I use a high flow bar yeah. on um my skag for around here and the jobs that I do. Yeah. Um, on the KG that Rusty runs, um, yeah, he's essentially using a high lift. Um, but, um, whether it is Gator or a high lift or, or even a medium lift, I, th- I still think, so, so it's probably more about like if you're running a dedicated mulch system, 
you don't want to mess with high lifts. Nah. Because what happens is you're creating so much wind flow and you're getting blowout yeah. around the decks. Yep. Um, just quickly, someone um, had mentioned, maybe we'll come back to it, um, the X-Blade system. Yep. Now, the X-Blade system is like perfect for side throwing. Yeah. Cause it, really? It, hmm? For side throwing? Oh, yeah, man. The amount of wind that that like, just <laughs> throws it out. I think where we get a little bit confused, you know, especially in the American market, you know, like I've I've done all my testing with the catch bro. Yeah. And, you know, it'll pack the catcher great. Yeah. But my goodness, there is a lot of airflow. Like you, if you're in a dusty area, forget it. <laughs> um, and if you're doing lots and lots of leaves, a lot of leaves are being, because they just can't get in the catch bro quick enough. Yeah. They're coming out the front of the deck and you're double cutting, you're doing all sorts of things. So whilst the X-Blade is an excellent system, I think that is your side throw market. Yeah, so you just stick to your normal sets when you're um when you when you're using the catch bro. Yeah, so in high lifts? High lifts, you recommend well, the high lifts? No, so um I just think it's still too much airflow. So the X-Blade system, yeah, and I sell this system, right? Yeah. Look, I think it's fantastic. Um, but I still think there's like it's something that was made, marketed, and used and tested in the American market. Yeah, where they're still they're still doing this. They're still yeah. tipping. Yeah, you know, and so they float over that, and that shit just fl- like you don't see it. No. In Australia, we're still taking off more than one third of the, the leaf. Yeah. Um, you know, we're scalping. We're doing all sorts of stuff, and um, the the extra weight on the spindles and everything. Well, you know, even though it's spitting it out, when you're doing tall grass and stuff like that, you're still putting a lot of strain on everything. Um, So, for example, in the summertime on my skag, I'll run the X-Blades for, you know, like the jobs that I do, which is mostly just side-throwing jobs. And I still have to use the mower here, um, but because... Um, because it's me using it, I can sort of, you know, I know what you I, mean. Can, I can work the field. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so also let's talk about the seasons, right? Yeah. So seasons are another thing to consider. Like, you know, when would, if you, if you were going to have a dedicated mulching business or let's say you were going to mess with the concept, like what season t- to you sounds the best? I'd say winter. <laughs> so yeah, yeah unless it's a really dusty winter then you're going to get grass bikaki all day but yeah i think winter it's all right you can hide a bit of stuff in winter um there's not as much growth so you can really just lightly tip everything it depends on your on your customer frequency again um so at one of my villages we'll normally go monthly and then we can still basically float over everything and just tip it we don't catch all of it and I think it, it kind of helps. We have we have implemented not mulching as such, but when it was really thick, like I, I was at, uh, you know, Meadowlands, mm-hmm. my one at Meadowlands. So I was floating over it and then coming back and and collecting. So it was, um, it's just been a weird season. Mm-hmm. It's been a bizarre season. I um, have never considered mulching before. But this year, it definitely definitely crossed my mind. Yep. Now, so I've heard you bring up 
this concept of you know floating over it and then catching it after yeah. um, twice now. So I was going to get there a little bit later, but let's just touch on it now while it's been brought up twice. Yeah. Just explain to everyone that exact concept. So uh, maybe I'll make it a little bit easier for you. If you rock up to a place, there's a fair bit of growth. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? So basically, I'm I'm taking the top off, especially now it's starting to get really dewy. I'll take the top off and I'll let it lay for a bit. And because I'm doing big sites, I'll just do a rotation. So I'll do all the main areas. And then by the time I get back, all the clippings have laid, the dew's gone, and I can just vacuum it all straight up. And I don't have a problem with, like, you know, if I'm... You know how your deck gets sticky, your fucking yeah. intake on the cash pro gets sticky, and I just float over it. It actually, yeah, it comes up mint. Like, it really does come up awesome. I've taken heaps of good photos. And on so on the flip side to that, if you were to just roll straight in there, let's start with the cash pro. If you were going to roll straight in there with the cash pro, you're probably working pretty hard for your money. I'd probably, you? yeah, I'd probably have to cut it high and then cut it low. So no matter what you, it, it could I'd be probably double, double cut. cut, yeah. And then with a dedicated mulch kit, um, you know, I know that you don't have a ton of experience, but with a dedicated mulch kit, you know, you're probably looking at doing double passes. Anyway. I think, yeah, because it's so thick, um, I just, I just don't think I'd get away with going over it once. Now on a typical, let's say residential day, and I know it's hard cause you don't do a ton of it, but you yeah. have done it before. Oh yeah. Um, let's say you don't have the ability to, you know, do the, do the system where you're, you know, working your way around, letting the clipping settle. Yeah. You're in a lawn. It's got to be done and dusted in 20 minutes. I would just persist with a catcher, I think. And you don't think, because we do the same thing too at some jobs. We will, now I have a saying for it. It's called taking the bulkiness out. Yeah. So, you know, we put um, whatever shoe blockers we, we, we're mostly using pro shields now, but we use the, the ACS, um, you know, for, for years. Yeah. But yeah, we would essentially um, hit it with the shoe blocker down yep. to get that bulkiness out. And then we'd bung the catch pro on, lift up a quarter inch. Yep. Because you don't want to cut any new grass. No, no. And the thing is as well, if you change your pattern, so like let's say you're doing up and down rows. Yep. And you got the ACS. Then you chuck the catcher on and you go Back across ways. You're going to be cutting new grass. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I normally will just go over the wind rows, just straight yeah, up the so, wind rows. Um, you go up a quarter inch. Hey, sometimes half an inch if you can. I just find sometimes if you go up half an inch, you'll just be leaving that tiniest little bit, a little of, bit of fluff. If yeah. you keep, um, if you just go up a quarter inch, it'll vacuum really nicely. Yeah. Now it does depend on how much you discharge. Yeah. If you got like huge massive clumps, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you could you could be you know also into a world of hurt. Um, but. No, that's just to basically explain that process and we do have uh, more information and um, yeah, heaps good, of, heaps good comments, of comments. On, on that particular particular um, style. Now, I find if I left it or even if I just side discharged it, it, it would look shit. And I'm guessing like with mulching, I'd get those clippings a bit finer, but I'd still get a bit of fluff on top. So, um, it, the, you know, if you're talking about morning dew, I think what the, the big issue there with mulching is that, in a dedicated mulch plug, is that the, the system is not really being allowed to do what it's supposed yeah. to do. And, you know, when you've got your gator blades or cheap plug Wolverine blades from Cash Pro, yeah. the, the blades are designed to, when the grass goes around, 
the grass is designed to go straight up into the top of the deck yep. and come back down and be cut again. Yeah. Thus, you know, making it finer. So I wonder if you got a if your travel speed has to go down. Oh, look! I think you know, and it's exactly the same with any style of mowing. If if you're going faster. If your if your speed is just going too fast for the application, it's just going to do a yeah. shit job. You're going to either be leaving stragglers, or it's just not going to be cutting evenly. Yeah. Um, but what I was sort of going back to about the the dewy mornings and stuff, your grass is not going to be floating free up. It's just going to be caking up everywhere. Yeah. And what you'll what you'll quite often see what happens is when they disengage or engage the PTO <laughs> yeah. you get a full grass bacardi yeah. just goes like, so um, when I was teaching Will how to use the zero turn he fucking did it over the top of some white concrete mm. and just fuck them bukkake um, central so um, we talked a little bit about the season now I've got here conditions we pretty much touched on that I don't think we'll mess with that any longer yeah fuck rain um, what I uh, well actually Let's just quickly touch on the conditions. You got wet, dust, right? Yeah. So, like, you know, even... The extremes. When you use it, yeah, when you're using the Catch Pro, dust is not good, right? Oh, no. I've got a dust shield on mine, but, yeah, it's still... Like, you still get a bit of... I think the dust shield really helps. Definitely helps, but... It helps the operator. Yeah. But you've still got (laughs) surround. All the oldies get bukkakied instead of you. Um, So... What we had to do, um, yeah, and there'll be still times of the year, actually, where I live, down the bottom there, because my neighbours are assholes, um, I actually quite often um, will just give it a real light hose, just where I've got patchy yeah. areas, uh, because I love to clean up all my leaves. Yeah. So sometimes I'm mowing patches that don't have a big presence of, of actual grass. Yep. It's just a lot of leaves sitting on top of like light dirt. Um, and I just love using the catch pro to just get all those leaves out. Um, so sometimes I'll get a light hose. Now, look, I think if you're using a dedicated mulch kit, I don't know that the dust is that bad. Yeah, I'm not sure. I I don't know. Yeah. Like I think, um, just because everything's being recycled and it's not throwing out now side throwing in dust. Yeah. Also not good. Yeah, but it's away from me. So. Normally we'll yeah, if you take can, off. If you can do some sort of um, strategic <laughs> mowing, yeah. which used to be a big thing like yeah. when we talk to our workers, we would talk about strategic mowing. Oh, um, the 40 acres when it's windy and you make a turn uh, and you just get you fucking get pumped. Pushed. Yeah, um, get those bukkake eyes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so now what I want to do is I want to go through some advantages and disadvantages of every concept. Now, yeah. Um, Look, I've got here five advantages of, let's say, each style, and I haven't actually met five points on every concept, but that's okay. We'll get that's there. Okay. Um, okay, so five advantages of mulching. Um, it's just straight up easier, correct? Way easier, yeah. Um, now, I also have another point. <laughs> it's quicker. Um, now, I don't know if that's a cop-out because easier and quicker, you know, can kind of be the same thing. Um, so, for anyone who's not familiar with any of these styles, you know, complete newbie, can wait, you walk us through... Wait, it's it's easier to have a wank, but it's quicker to get a blowjob. <laughs> I can't believe you said the blow word on here. Get a BJ. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm going to get me some BJ. Um, <laughs> so quickly walk through everyone. Just just two or three points. Why is why is um, mulching easier and quicker? Um, well, I mean, I obviously you're not actually fuck my next points. <laughs> you, um, you're not you're not having to empty the catcher. Number one. That's one uh, fucked up point for my next thing, but yeah, that's all right. Num- number two, off. you're not taking away green waste. Um, fucked another point. Apologies. Um, I think it's just quicker because you're fucking mowing. You don't have to look back, really. I just, I don't know. I'm not an expert at mulching. That's why I'm a bit hesitant to say that it that it is quicker because sometimes I'm guessing you will have to double cut. Like you will have to float over twice to yeah now, to get the clippings to lay correctly. Yeah. Now, even though you don't have a dedicated um, mulching system. The the ones that you use with the shoot blocker, it's obviously a quicker process. Yeah. So oh, you can okay, understand. Yeah. You know, if you were if you were mulching in perfect conditions, you know, you're going in, you're running a line on every single thing. Yeah. You're out of there. That's it. Um. So you know that would be now. Um. Fun fact. Uh, we got this directly from Lawn Solutions. That's the source. Um, oh, facts. Recycling grass clippings back into a lawn can actually account for up to 25% of a lawn's annual nitrogen requirements. So we um, are probably going to get um, a little bit more into this topic later yeah. on because there's a few myths, a few wives' tales, a yeah. little bit of controversies. Or controversies. If controversies. You, controversies if you want to be a weirdo. Yeah. Um, so, um, we, we sort of, we'll come back to that. Now, we've got five disadvantages here of mulching. So, uh, we've got clumping. Yeah. Now, I think, you know, and I don't want everyone, I don't want to be misleading. You know, if, if you're using a mulch kit, you're not going to get a clumped finish every time. No, but if you're doing... I'm talking about, yeah. you know, maybe if you, if you were doing the summer that we had here. Yeah, something, something with wet feet. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, so, you know, maybe that was a little bit sneaky. Yeah. I mean, like, it's, it's just like saying it's quicker. If you're fucking clumping half the lawn up, you're going to have to go back and blow it and redistribute the clippings yourself. Yeah, sure. So does that take another fucking half an hour to do that? Oh, I mean, you know, whatever Depends it is. Depends how quick you are on the um, low. Now, I have here less tidy. Mmm, shit. Come at me, eh? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, what do you think, pal? I think I think it's less tidy. I, I definitely prefer the look. And these are just my personal opinions. I prefer the look of a uh, court lawn mm-hmm. to a mulch lawn. And now, I always have. Yeah, now, I've got no issue saying this. Um... And, you know, I can completely justify my comments. Look, I don't think there's anything sexier than a lawn that has been caught. Yeah. And you know what? Even further to the point, um, I also don't think there's anything sexier than a push mow. Yeah. Now, you can't... No, I know that I sell, you know, a zero-turn accessory and I fully push that concept. I still do believe in it, but that's... I think, you know, if we were going back five years or ten years and, you know, it just wasn't a thing yet. No. Um, you know, I really do think that, you know, when you look back 
or if you see photos now look we can see so I see your photos all the time I yeah. know that you don't fuck around they're not like cropped and bloody no no you know all that stuff. and you do <laughs> some absolutely beautiful work yeah. but when you're talking about um, you know turning a, a big machine on a heavy lawn or you know lining up those those rows and everything like that like that push mower kind of just has that little bit more precise feel yeah well i will say um so the sfc 30 is a finishing mower and yeah. it comes up fucking sexy um but we've also got a bush ranger sp 800 um we had one in the past now we've got the one with the lonsin on it uh, both I mean, excellent one anyway yeah i like them both I, we've I've, got the lonsin yeah well i'm about and to buy a brand new one from a customer he's like I don't know why I bought this. So if I can just sell it to you, I'm like, oh, mm. for discounts? <laughs> so I, I don't know. But um, yeah, so I can line up my photos side by side and the 32 actually gets a very, very similar cut to the 30 and the 30 gets a similar cut to the to the Bushrangers. So yeah, sure. I feel like there's not a huge amount of difference. And then, you know, the 48 obviously is a bigger deck, so you can see a bit more, like the mm. lines get bigger and it changes a bit. But I do do kind of get what you're saying. I don't mind the old Honda that I've got, the 196 Heritage with the full shoot. Yeah, so um, I've got the 195. Yeah, you're old school. Yeah, I got the old school one. <laughs> and I got a Bush Ranger um, battery mower, like the little domestic one. And I'm telling you now, like, I mean, I'm on half an acre here around the house, and I've got an acre. Obviously, I don't fucking mess with the push mowers out in yeah. the attic. But, um, you know, like sometimes, like say, like around now, you know, April, May, you know, I will pick a nice afternoon, and there's nothing more therapeutic to me than, you know, just running, just chilling out, running those lines, you know, yeah. taking off a ton of grass because it's cooler. Now, if you go back even just three or four weeks ago, man, I got the Skag off, I got the Cash Pro out, and I'm smashing that thing as quickly and as efficiently <laughs> as I possibly can. Yeah. So, um, you know, when we talk about less tidy, I, yeah, I'm all in on catching. Yeah. Um, okay, wet conditions. Now, um, I it's think just it was, a huge disadvantage when you're mulching, right? Now, don't get me wrong. I it's, think either way, it's it's shit for catching as well. It's I shit think. for mulling. Yeah. Can we just fucking say that? It's fucking, it's fucking trash. shit for mulling. These poor bastards down south have been fucking copping a shitload of rain. Looks like Fuck we're... Damn, what about us up We're going to cop a big fucking, big juicy bukkake from the sky as well. Bloody hell. I bloody, you know... The end of this on, week. I'm taking on water in the shed. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm fucking... My house is crying. Um, so... Look, I've got a note here saying that, you know, your mower um, can bog down or labour, you know, and this is a disadvantage of mulching. Now, you know, I guess that... Actually, I don't reckon it really would really happen. I think you'd have, to have, you'd have to have your fucking blades on point for mulching. You'd have to have some... In demanding conditions, fucking, right? Yeah, well, I mean, you've already got the water that's, you know, slowing your blade rotation down. Then yep. you've got... You know, if you've got these blunt fucking spoons, then you're going to struggle straight again. Now, I've got another, um, uh, I've got another uh, point here. Uh, kids or animals walking grass clippings through the house or unwanted areas. Oh yeah, now, that's a real fucker. I've got to be honest, man. Now, look, if you are mulching one of those beautiful, you know, 
Sir Walter retire, any sort of, you know, any good buffalo. Yeah. Look, I think that happens a lot less. But essentially, when you're mulching, you're leaving an ever so slight, even in perfect conditions. Yeah. When you're mulching, you're leaving that, you're recycling those clippings back into the grass. So on a dewy morning, let's say you even mow, and then the next morning, you go out to get the paper or, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even think is get some a, durries is there even a paper anymore yeah yeah I think the neighbours our neighbours get um, the paper you know what I mean you just trodden through all that shit right yeah now that is probably it's not the only reason why I catch out the back oh, or around man. here but you know you throw the ball out to the dogs and they come back and you're like where the fuck are you being <laughs> yeah um, I, I totally understand I so we've got a little courtyard that's buffalo, and I would mulch that if my kid wasn't in and out. He does, like, water play on his... He's not on the grass, but he's got, like, this artificial turf corner. And he plays with water and fucking runs through the grass. And even, even you know, there's, like, leaves and shit from the trees. He'll still get covered in shit, but, yeah, I'm not keen on having grass through, and I'm not keen on my wife seeing grass. She'll be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, well, when, like, let's say a couple of months ago when I was still mowing very regularly... Um, I would park the truck with the trailer out the paddock every day. Like, that's where I'd park the rig. And if I'd had a busy weekend or whatever and I'd just side-thrown yeah. without um, catching, like, I'm just walking shit all through me ram truck. Yeah. And it's like, it's haggis, man. Like, it's full on. Um, so the very last point um, is that too many clippings on a lawn can cause the grass to either burn or lose colour. Mm. Now... I don't think... I think if you're mulching correctly, that's probably not really going to be a factor. Yeah. I think that's probably a little bit more down the side throw lane. Yeah. Um, and look, sometimes it has to happen. Like, I think it depends a lot on either what the client wants or how much they're willing to pay. Um, you know, I, I just think that there's a lot of meat on the bone with this, with all of these concepts. It's crazy. There's so much to consider when you're, um, oh, I know there's people out there that probably have complete mulching businesses and my hat's off to them. Like it's a fucking, it's a, it's a good, if you can do it, do it. I'm not saying that, you know, it's bad or anything. I'm just saying that it doesn't suit my business. Yeah, no, neither am I. So I'm not saying that either. Like I, I think, look, I, you know, I, I would love to try a dedicated mulch kit again. Yeah. But it just doesn't suit my business at all. Like, when we're at the village, you know, there's just so many leaves. We, yeah. We have a whole system where, and I know the, I mean, I, I hope you guys still do this, but, you know, we start off on, we do, we do our village zone by zone. Yep. And we start off, we do all the hedges. Yep. Then we edge everything. And then, man, we get the blowers out, and it's it's as much of a task as any other, you know, scope or any other works that we've done. Blowing? And yeah, we oh, blow all the dude. stuff into the grass, and, you know, even, like, your little trenches where you, where you do your upright edges, I like to get all the yep. clean, and I Looks kick everything up, and then, man, we just vacuum that shit clean. All of it, yep. And so what we do. Even though a mulch kit is capable of doing it, I just... And I just don't think it's capable of doing it to the same level as uh, as a catching. No, system. I don't think so either. I've personally, because most of my shit's at villages too, so I, I literally put everything onto the grass 
and use it just like a big vacuum. I just vacuum everything up and yeah, it works perfectly for us. We do it at every site. Like there's only a couple of commercials that I don't catch and um, 40 acres. Where yeah. it makes fucking sense. Right? <laughs> yeah, where it makes sense. And that's about it. Like I really do not have a lot of catching, uh, mulching jobs. And when I had my residential runs, I didn't either. Everything was a catch. Like I didn't have anyone that wanted... Everybody wanted to be caught. But in saying that, everyone fucking pays for the pleasure of having their grass caught. So, we're just going to have to come back to that, pal. Oh, I know where you're going. Um, we'll wait till we get into the thread. Oh, I got... I'm out. No, I don't, hey, don't be like that. I'm not um, trying not to fucking steal future comments. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> um, that's why we should probably, like, rehearse the show and, oh, and fuck. you know, stuff. But it's good when it's organic, right? So, yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, by the way, this is probably the first episode in, I'd say, at least 10 episodes where I've done some research. This is the most notes we've ever had, and I um, didn't do any of them. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, <laughs> hey, you produced <laughs> the show, Look right? at me, man. I'm fucking straight here after work. That's right, and I've just been fucking sitting here waiting for you all day doing I know, work, I know. Right? I've been talking to him. So, um... All right, now that was the advantages and disadvantages of mulching. We're going to move on to the advantages and disadvantages of catching. Mm-hmm. But before we do, let's talk about bad workwear. I am. Um, so hey, with it, it, I think it was like what sixteen degrees last yeah, night. Yeah, it's coming. We are almost ready to put a flanny on. Steve Ween, that's a fucking sick jumper you got, buddy. Does he have one? He got a rain defender. Ah, Chromo. Yeah. Um, great friend of the show. Now, also, uh, Gary Ashton from Aussie Law. Oh, yeah, yeah. Showed us his pins. He did. They are a sexy set of pins. They are a sexy like, set of pins. Man, if he didn't say they were his, I'd be like, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> Does he shave them? I didn't see. They, I didn't look, look that close. They look pretty slick to me. Um, yeah. He's also wearing the rain defend hoodie. Nice. Um... You Fucking know, this season has been the best season to have a rain defend hoodie. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> and it looks like it's getting even worse. I, I don't know how well the rain. Like I've got one, and I never even contemplated bringing it out in the summertime. Nah, even I, in I the can't worst wear anything ever. Nah. Um, you're already like a big hoodie anyway. I know. Um, I wish that I was like a duck, and the more hair I had on me, like the better the rain just beat it off. <laughs> Maybe um, I can just oil myself up and just mow with no shirt on. In the rain, do you reckon that'd get some uh, get some wind? Okay, so we'll have to come back to the ad for a minute. Oh yeah, yeah. You know when um, when I used to you know do all my mowing in the rain and stuff. Um, this is like way back in our, in our residential. Yeah, rooms, me and Kyle, we used to take our shirts off. Oh yeah. To mow. I mean, yeah. To mow in the rain. Yeah. And then when you get back in the rig, you got something dry to put. Mm. Um, did you carry yeah. towels and shit so you could just towel off? No, nah, we were just dumb fuck teenagers who did you, just didn't think ahead about anything. Did you we were just like, oh, should we just take our fucking shirts off so it's not wet? And then your car just smells like old dog's balls. And then because we were like young and tanned and you know didn't have oh. bad bodies yet, we'd just be like just glistening all day. <laughs> even uh, even when I was young, I did I had a dad bod. <laughs> um, I would have been glistening with sweat and grass and fucking pasty whiteness so tell everyone where they can get this bad workwear and so, what code go to badworkwear.com.au enter in skull in all caps to get 10% off at the checkout fucking good gear guys and girls it is excellent gear I wear it Benny wears it D wears it Simon Turtle wears it Chromo's wearing it 
fucking Michael Carroll's wearing it. Aussie Lawn Stars, Gaza Ashton. Yeah. Wearing it. Pins. Um, so hey, if you get if you get a piece of uh, gear, don't forget to post it up on Instagram. Or even on skull uh, on uh, uh, LMCA. Tag bad work with Yeah, ta- yeah LMCA, tag don't no. tag them in there. Tag us in it on LMCA. Tag ba- bad workwear if you're on Instagram, and they'll they'll reshare it. They absolutely Good love peeps. it. All right, back to the show. Skull, all in caps. Back to the show. Advantages <laughs> of catching. So, um, hey man, neat and tidy. <gasps> so neat and tidy. So like, the only time you would fuck that up, right? If you were catching, is if you're just trying to catch too much and you're just leaving like dregs everywhere. Yeah. Um, so that that's a real thing. Yeah. Or if you try and catch grass, like if you're too short, and yeah, you're just well, fucking, you know, catching too much. Yeah. Um, okay, so a little bit of a controversial point here. Mm. Now we are going to come back to some of this stuff. Yeah. But it's less likely to cause thatch. Now I'll let everyone stew on that and get real pissed off, and we'll come back. Um, Less likely to import weeds or encourage weeds to grow. True or false, Beach? Like, what's your, what's um, your process on that? Because I'm I'm a mixed bag on that. Okay. So I've found when I do the I'm fucking coming at you. Yeah, minute. come at me. Come all over me. Um. So when I do the this the drop and then I roll over it with the catch pro. Yeah. Then I have very good success of choking out weeds. And I don't know why. I don't know if it's because some of the clippings are, th- are thrown down under under the uh, the old grass and a bit more nutrients, so it's a bit thicker. Or maybe I'm just lucky at those couple of sides. But all right, we'll yeah. put your fists up. Um, What's going on? Fuck, we're gonna fight here. So look, when I say less likely to import weeds, if you've got dandelion and cobbler's pegs and all sorts of shit like that, that's seeding. Yeah, you catch that. And that's it. Yeah. You can't re-germinate. If you're mulching that shit back in, you're just planting that stuff. That's true. You might as well get out a fucking shovel and just get some fertilizer and shit and plant <laughs> that stuff. That's what I'm talking about. Now, look, I do think when you're using mulch kits, um, you know, maybe it wouldn't be as bad as getting a shovel out if you're side throwing. Mm. Yeah, man. That, that you're never going to eliminate. You just get lines of weeds uh, <laughs> when you discharge land. So, and, you know, I want to basically, you know, sort of cement this fact as well that if you're catching, it doesn't mean that you're never going to transport, all right? The comment is yeah. less likely to import weeds or encourage weeds to continue to grow. Um, so, um, another fun fact, and I pulled this from uh, the Lawn Guru... Um, catching is actually better for lawns that are using fertilizers and other chemicals. Oh, please elaborate. Okay, so when I dug a little further, um, essentially um, going back up to our um, point about the annual nitrogen intake. Yeah. If you're um, using lots and lots of chemicals and fertilizers on those lawns that are being mulched, your lawn is actually getting too much of one thing because you are it, it is getting nutrients back from the mulch clippings yeah and you would think on you know the outside looking in that that's great hey you know more nutrients more of this more of that it's actually um not as good for your lawn oh, so okay. um you know all of these lawns that you see on australian lawn fanatics and stuff like that um 
you know, let's face it, not one of those fucking lawns is mulched. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's a, there's a heavy chemical use yeah. um, on there. And um, look, that, that was something new to me. Yeah, I've never heard that before, but it kind of makes sense. Um, so we've got the disadvantages of catching. Now, um, as contractors that catch, we know this shit pretty well. Yeah. It's generally going to take you longer Definitely. to catch a lawn, right? Definitely. Um, it, yeah, especially when you do it like being double cut the fucking thing. Or even triple cut. Yeah. Um, now, to stay on that topic... There is a downside, like there is an upside to this, not downside, sorry. Um, one of our mates, VJ um, from LMCA, he actually got his first catch pro not long ago. And um, he, I think he just put up a, I don't even think he tagged me in it. Um, he's using a Toro grandstand. Yep. And he's, I don't think he's ever had a mulch kit. Um, Lucky you, my friend, VJ, or we'd be at war. Maybe he, yeah, oh, the Toro. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he he put up you know something and he said hey guys you know I just got my first catch bro does anyone else find it quicker and really like it, it is obviously so case dependent yeah but I understand what he means because you go back to this strategic mowing yeah now this does apply to mulching it's a little bit more on the side throw thing but instead of having to worry about like okay I need to do my outer perimeters and shoot the grass in then I need to, you know, do lines back and forth. But when I get so close to that next fence line, I've got to start running my lines this way. Yeah. Because you're going to be throwing grass clippings. Yeah. So when you do have the catch pro on, you actually just do two lines up there, two lines down here, and you just run there and backies. Yep. So you have... Uh, there and backies? Yeah. Technical? Now, now Is that on the website? <laughs> People call that a pass. Okay. And, um, yeah, I, I was like... I call that a there and backy. Yeah, it's a there and um, backy. So anyway, um, you know, but but to like I, I do think you know generally it takes longer because you gotta you gotta get a bag, you have to empty the catcher, then you have to haul the bag. Yeah. Um, now we also have the removal of green waste. Yeah, that's not good. A eh? not good, especially when you run out of vouchers or. As some of the crazy fucking tip fees I've seen on LMCA pop up and Aussie contractors, there's fucking mental prices. Um, some are saying like 60, 60 bucks a ton. Um, That's grace. Yeah, what what would we be paying for a ton these days? Uh, see, it's tough. For well, it depends if you if you see a lot of the sites. To be honest, I don't really know. Like a lot of my sites have got on-site dumping. Yeah, so that and then I, I didn't want to talk over you, but I just fucking keep doing it. Yeah, it's all right. But then we also we also get vouchers, which you also would have gotten vouchers. Not oh. as much these days. Well, because we're out of the residential game, it's like it never happens anymore. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we got like on-site dumping. Um, even like I think we have a couple of businesses where we don't. Yeah. And you know we do the places so regularly that. You know, it's not much. It's, nah. you know... It's maybe, more hedge clippings and stuff, eh? Um, yeah, I mean, there's that... Al- the, the gardening element is, yeah. is definitely a part of it, but specific to the actual grass catching, it's... Yeah, sure, at the end of a week, it's a fuckload. Yeah. Um, day-to-day, job-to-job, doesn't seem that bad. Um, so, 
we're just going to quickly talk about uh, more more disadvantages. So, you know, if you've got long or wet grass, seriously, like, <laughs> yuckies. Fuck your life, eh? Yeah, yuckies. Um, Unless you're discharging, then it's okay. Yeah, I mean, if you're discharging, it's like fucking cool hand Luke. Yeah. You just walk in, just be like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Well, for the 40 acres, it was fucking thick. It was thick as. There were some parts that couldn't be mowed last time because of the, um, it was underwater. And I put a new set of fucking shoes on that tiger cat and just went through and it felt so good. Just, yeah, let loose. Um, but Where yeah. Where are those blades from? Oh, from uh, cashbro.com.au. Beauty. Uh, what style were they? They were, uh, they were my hurricanes. Well, my hurricanes or yours? Well, they're mine now. I bought the guns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see you again. Oh, no! Sorry, Michelle, if you're listening. I'll, um, just, I'll just replace that with a fart. Sorry, Michelle D and maybe the one other female that listens. <laughs> um, okay, so the last point that I have... What time are we up to? I'll have to edit that out. <laughs> um, the, um, the last point that I have here is that it's a harder task. Yeah, definitely. Now, it's just straight up like it's... It takes longer. It's harder. Yeah. You have to lift the bag. You have to... Empty the catch catcher. Bro, you know? Yeah. You um, get bukkake sometimes when you get... Uh, when you oh, open up the flap. Yeah, yeah, when you're into a wheelie bin or when you open up the flap and you haven't got like a... Like your blades are still going a little bit. You open it up and you're like... <laughs> um, I've just got a little bit of a sidebar. Okay. So, um, Anthony Hahn. Yep. In WA... Uh, he sent us a little gift, a little video gift. Oh. Did you not? Do you not watch it? About the the. Okay, I don't want so to wreck we have, the story. We have a new uh, name for something. Oh, okay. It's called a Stephen Bakaki. A Stephen Bakaki. And what's happened is um, he's rolled up to a lawn, and they've got a Labrador, and its fucking name is Stephen. <laughs> Stephen Bakaki. Okay. And um, Stephen. Um, had just laid a, a huge sturge on the lawn, right? So Anthony's mowing and he's looking at this fucking dog called Stephen and he's like, fuck you, Steve. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to remember this. So then he continues on bipper dipping and he gets starts getting close and he's had a full memory blank and he's hit this sturge with that whipper cord oh. and he... Is coated in sturge. So it's a freshie, like a full-on, still warm steamer. Yep. So um, he he said, "I've just got a Stephen Bukaki, <laughs> and you know, I feel like now, anytime anyone hits a shit, it's it's a Stephen. A it's Steve, Stephen Bukaki. Is it a Steve Kaki? <laughs> um, we'll let we'll let the listeners remix that yeah. however they want. Um, anyway, let us know your Stephen Bukaki stories and. Yeah. If you um, ever buy a dog and call it Stephen, uh, punch yourself in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, that's... Uh, hey, we've unpacked a fair bit already. Yeah, dude. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at this thread and we're going to read through some comments. I'll bounce some shit off you. Show. Um, what you might need to do is take the floor for a minute. Yep. Um, so, I... Um I definitely think that I am not going to be good at the mulching side of uh, questions, but I will persist. Yeah, I mean, look. I don't know can... the Pacifics. <laughs> oh, I don't usually know this. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to get straight into it. Um, so Stagger Lee from LMCA says... Stags. G'day, Stags, by the way. 
He says, I reckon all three have their value and offering. Um, it gives you the option to upsell. Mm. Love that, upselling. Um, I'm always looking for an excuse to upsell. Um, and he talks about his mulching is your base price. Catching becomes an excuse for him to charge more. Yeah. Now, um, I love the start of it, um, of his comments saying that all three have their value. Beautiful. Um, you know, that's a good neutral way to look at things. It is. And that was one thing that you put in the in the actual post. No no bullshit. So about the bullshit, I, look, I don't care if someone wants to bullshit a concept. I was only talking about personally. Yeah. So, you know, Stagger, you know, comes and says, look, I I only catch and you're an absolute fuckhead if you mulch. That's the bullshit yeah. I'm talking about. Um so Joe goes on to say horses for courses and an experienced contractor there's a time and a place for each of them yay very nice um, Scott Jones says I'm all for catching jobs it looks cleaner um, the only jobs that I don't catch would be acreages and um, look I think Scott nails it there too um, like I said before if we roll up to two acres now I am Mr. Catchbro yeah if I roll up to two acres and someone's like hey y'all want Greenscape Solutions to cut this catch the whole thing I'm probably doing everything in my power to be like look I don't know that that, that that's what you yeah really would you ditch it would you think about ditching it no I'd fucking do it about catching it yeah I wouldn't be catching it for the same price yeah. I'm sorry, oh no of course not yeah we are going to get to the pricing yeah um, we're just I'm just waiting for the comments to yeah, pop yeah. up so young Nanky Panky this is James Nankavernis uh, different jobs call for different services. I'm not um, doing more than what I'm paid for. Ooh, we're getting there. So, um, you know, I think uh, I made a comment and say, would you say catching is an additional service? Yeah. Now, in your business, is catching an additional service? No. Let's say, so on that two-acre property that I... Yeah, yeah. This, this Hypothetical property. Yeah, that's that, that's the word. I was going to say metaphorically. <laughs> uh, anyway. Lucky Metamorphosis. You got, lucky you got my back, right? Um, gotcha. So, on that two-acre property, that's going to be extra. Yeah. You have to charge more, right? Yeah. On a $70 residential 500 square meter block, when you roll up to quote, you were just thinking in your head, like, I'm going to get the bushy out or the scag out and I'm just going to catch this, right? Yeah. Or the 32. Yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. But <laughs> yeah. I'm just, not everyone has No, no, I know. I know, but that's how I would work because I, I can see things differently because there's less, less effort for me to... But would you really, I know that, you know, you doing it on the 32 is going to be a quick job and thus you could provide that service maybe more efficiently than what someone else can. But... Like even if you just didn't have it right, like let's say you, the, the no, I definitely I catch anyway. Twenty eight inches. I, I've never not caught. To um, be honest. Okay, cool. So he goes on to say, absolutely. Again, sort of depends on the job. Yeah. Um. So that's cool. Steve Tyrrell says um, he catches ninety eight percent of his jobs. He reckons it gives a more professional look. Mm-hmm. Um. And he goes on to say that you know it's all push it's all push mile work, no right on work. Yeah, so right. I think that goes back. A little bit to you know that residential market that is push mowing only yeah there's still businesses that do that right um you know look i think i think it's great for those who 
have been able yeah. to have a mulching business. I I wouldn't even have but, considered it when I first started. But, but if someone if someone came to quote your place right now for some reason. Yeah. For some reason my dick you, fell off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need someone to cut my lawn, my dick fell off. <laughs> Just have a listen at you. Yeah. Um all right. And you you get uh, two quotes. Yep. One guy says uh, so all push mode. Yeah. Uh, you get two quotes. One dude's like, "Hell no, I'm not fucking catching nothing." Yeah. For you, I'm, I'm right. on a mulching service, and it's going to cost you sixty nine dollars. Yeah, okay, it's a good number. And the catching guy comes up, and he said, "Oh, this is this looks good. Yeah, no, no worries. Um, sixty nine bucks. Hey, you're going to mulch this, or you're going to catch it?" No, I'm going to catch it, of course. That's the standard service. Yeah. Which one are you going with? I'm going to get that fucking shit caught. Okay, cool. Um, 100%. All day. So this is from a contractor's point of view and a paying customer's point yeah. of view, right? Yeah, definitely. Well, you guys used to do my lawn back before I was in the industry, remember? Um, yes. Yeah. Jeez, that's fucking gone back <laughs> a while. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we have Joseph Rigby. He says, I catch every job except ride-on work. Never even thought about mulching on a push mower. Yep. Um, so, um, Joseph. I need to go into Joseph, that. No, that's pretty much. Uh, Russell Fender says, going in depth about the differences between the catch program <laughs> and blower-assisted, non-blower-assisted baggers. Uh, look, that's probably not really something that I should have read. <laughs> uh, but for Russell... Um, look, essentially, um, you know, I think the catch pro and blower assisted units is a little bit bit of your oranges and apples. Yeah. So Um, the catch pro, you can take on and off like that. mm, Like your dick, right? Yeah. Yeah. It just falls off. So you can't do that with a blower assisted vac. It's a, it's a bolt on unit that, you know, doesn't just slip on and off. It also takes up a fuckload more room. Um, now we'll perform better. You yeah, will. you've got bigger capacity, you've got... But it's just another fucking thing you have to add onto the rig. You'd have to, like... Could so, you imagine putting a, a 61 on with a... I know... Um, yeah, Smithy. Yeah, Smith. Fucking Daniel Smith from yeah. up in Harvey Bay. He had the Bobcat. What's he called? Never mow again? Never mow again. So, yeah, I'm, I'm only guessing, like, you've got a 61 and then you've got another... How many inches you reckon a blower's got on it? Oh, like a BBC was worth at least. Yeah. So, what's that? 12 inches? 10, gonna, 10 yeah, to 12? I was going to say 20. Um, That's a BBBC. Um, no, so, um, look, we might talk about that um, again in future yeah, episodes. no, that's a good one. I know we're running real long here, yeah. but we just got to fucking do what we got to do. I'm not used um, to running anywhere, so. So. Um, that was a dad joke. <laughs> we have a no- another comment here for, can you please say that? Juan uh, Mod Gerard. Warn man drud. Yeah, I hope so. I know I fucked that up. Anyway, um, mulch or discharge where possible. Catching is extra. A couple of regulars request mulched. Um, yeah. That, that's really cool. So, um, catching is an extra service for warn mund dread. Yep. Um, and any- that's cool. Like, if that's the way... That's another thing, too, with this whole situation, this whole, like... It shouldn't be a controversial subject. The only reason it would be controversial if people are like, oh, yeah, you fucking charge more for catching or why aren't you charging less for mulching? Who's the fuck what you're charging? It's- so I think we're in, as a community, yeah. like the Australian lawn mowing contract community, 
I think we're in a stage of innovation. Yeah. Whether and I guess it, that's why everyone's trying new things. Now, whether it be product exe- products and accessories or whether it be like new innovative ways to provide that service. Yes. Now, um, not only are the lawn mowing contractors going through an innovative stage, but the manufacturers, um, and I absolutely fucking hate to say this, but they're going through some innovation as well. Yeah. You know, the Victor Mulchmaster and, you know, other machines that provide those services. Yeah. So I think it's all relevant. Um, but I just don't know that if, like, you'll see some people in this thread, they're brand new to yeah. the industry. They're like, what? Mulching? Like, is this, like, is this real? Is this possible? Yeah, dude. When I first started my business, mulching was never on the cards. Um, I, I did a fucking three quarter acre property I slashed it and then I push mode and caught fucking two six by five trailer loads no seven by five trailer loads stacked of grass yeah now I would never have in my in my residential mowing career which I did for like well over ten years yeah um I mean, I can't think of a time where I ever thought of mulching. <laughs> no, it's it hasn't really crossed my mind. Um, now, before I came out with the Cash Pro, we messed around with mulch kits on our zero turns. Yeah. And look, I think they work. I just, I just don't think that the concept is diverse enough for my business. Yeah, and it doesn't help that it, most of our business has been like targeted towards larger villages that you are doing hedging you you've got fucking leaves galore so you are trying to pick up that shit without having to get a rake out yeah i mean look i've been through seasons in brisbane you know horrible seasons drought seasons you know all of this stuff right where the only reason why we're mowing is to vacuum up fucking waste on the the lawn yeah so um benny brown goes on now benny brown's local yeah um i actually was kind of like threw out a comment like hey man you should come and sit in and he didn't write back to me oh so come um, on in benny give yourself an uppercut double bennies (laughs) um i think there's a use for all options i believe it's our job job as professionals to correctly decide which to do and when depending on the quality and the experience uh, appear, appearance expected by the customer um, as long as the price point required. Um, he says he does all three. Um, some jobs that he does uh, mulch look great. Other jobs would look like rubbish. Some customers don't want to pay the extra to have it caught. Clearly communicate with the customers and come up with the best solution. That's a very good, very good comment. Um, I enjoy that. I know I cooped it a little bit when reading it, but... Pretty much Benny Brown, mate, from, uh, where, where's he from again? James Home Services. James Home Services. Yeah, I had a mental blank on that there. So, um, you know, he's a franchisee for James. Um, and, you know, I'm assuming maybe he got that training from them. Yeah. But I think it's really good advice. I, me too. Like, if there was one single paragraph yeah. or advice that I'd be giving if someone asked me, that's a really good point. Screenshot now. it. I'll put it in my fucking staff manual. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hey, as a, as a boss, you know. Um, now, um, we're probably going to get to it soon, but let's just get the ball rolling with it now. There's a lot of talk about educating your clients. Right? Yeah. You know, so you you have to be a salesman. 
Yeah, oh, you know, you have to sell your service and you have to sell yourself as a person. Plus, if you're a multi business, <laughs> you have to sell. You have to sell what you're selling. Like, you, there's right. no point in fucking coming up with something new on the spot. Um, now, I think that there's a little bit, and look, this might be controversial as well, but I think there's just a lot of chitter chatter about, hey, you know, I want to mulch. I'm. I have to educate. Mike, my new customers to agree to mulch. Now, I really think that that educate word is a massive cop out. Yeah. I don't think you're educating that client. I think you're conning them into a lesser service. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because, number one, they've already stated that catching is going to be extra. Yep. And we've already established that you can do things way quicker and easier. Yep. Um, without catching. And so, you're not educating shit to anyone. You're fucking basically getting <laughs> them to agree that this is going to be an easier job. So for you can you. bang in, bang out. Um, now, at the same time, we will go on and talk a little bit further about the benefits of mulching. Um, yeah. If this episode ever ends, yeah, because um, it is true there are there are huge there, benefits. There are benefits, and it's not just the speed. And it's not just the, um, you know, but, the fact that you're not taking green waste. There's, there's heaps of other things. I think no matter what, when we talk about these benefits, no one is benefiting more than the operator. A hundred percent. And I think realistically, they don't give a fuck about that person's lawn. No. They're only caring about being, but being able to say, no, this is the way it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, now, in some ways you could... You could bring it back to quantity over quality. Um, I know that there are some guys out there that mulch lawns and they take great pride in the way they look, and that's cool. But there are definitely some that out that are out there that probably don't. Like you see, you fucking go past the the guys that do the mulching and don't give a fuck. They don't even have a mulch kit. They just roll over it and leave it fucking behind them on a pushy. Just comes straight out the guts. But yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, look... I, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, look, I know, and like I said, I'm not, um, you know, I'm not trying to attack anyone's business or anything like that, but when it's already been stated that catching is a premium service, yeah, I don't understand why people are trying to say, look, we're educating our clients to have a better service when they've already clearly understood catching is a premium service. Yeah. Hey, we have to charge you more. So that really, when you weigh things up, someone who has a dedicated mulch business is not charging the same amount of money as someone that has a dedicated catching business. Yeah. Based on their theory. Yeah. Um, so look, we can. There's tons of comments based on that. So we'll get to that. But um, Ben Brown loved to comment. Uh, Michael Bailey. He says whatever the client wants. Catch mulch or side throw. Um, so that's pretty cool. Yep. Anthony Moore, Mr. Admin. Hey. Um, what do we used to call him? I know he's called Jared, Jared A. Does he have a female name? Antoinette. Antoinette. Antoinette Moray. Um, I don't know why I brought that up. Oh. Um, love you, Anthony. Uh, he said for him, it all comes <laughs> down to the client and what level, ready? Level of service uh, they want. If it's if it's a better quality lawn or the client wants a really neat finish, then he's going to catch that for sure. If not, then I'm mulching it. He also goes on to say that he doesn't take away clippings. So if there's no green waste bin, 
um, then he ain't catching it. He's mulching it no matter what. Yeah. Uh, now, I've seen Anthony's work. Um, his Instagram's blown up. Yep. And he does some sexy jobs. So it's obviously working for him. Yep. Um, so no hate there. Um, now, just quickly, I was going to move on. But, like... Talk to me. So for him, let's say... Now, no one's really going to understand this, but let's say the mansion, right? Yeah. The mansion. My, one of my jobs. Um... That is a lawn where if you try <laughs> to do something there without a catcher, right? Yeah. It's, hey, fuck off. Yeah, straight away. Now, Anthony's saying for him, um, he's not set up to catch. Um, now, at this particular mansion, they ain't taking your shit. No, they'll just kick you. No, I mean, they ain't. They're not. If you, like, cut some grass clippings, yeah. it's not saying that you to take that shit away. Yeah. Um, do you think that there's a downside to well, it'd limit, someone's... It would um, limit your fucking customers, wouldn't to it? To someone's portfolio. Yeah, you know definitely. What I mean? Like, that was one of those lawns where, uh, let's just set the context, you're in an estate, and I, I guess it's like, say, the original house. It's a fucking standout house. There's all these, like, you know, like, almost identical houses all the way around it. Then it's just one fucking gigantic house. Yeah, it's like a triple block. It's like, you Huge. Know, um, Massive and, house. And it's one of those ones... Where you do it, and people going in their morning walks, they just they stop yeah. to, to watch you. It was yeah, it was immaculate. Um, so well, it was immaculate. You know what I mean by that is if you had a client that's demanding this sort of this sort of service, yeah. Um, and you're like, well, look, man, I'm just not I'm not set up for this, or I'm not even going to try and set myself up for that. You're kind of limiting yourself in that portfolio, right? Hundred percent. Um, okay, so well, how um, many how many customers do you know that let you dump their grass on site? Like residentially, I don't have many at all. I mean, look, we're not doing a ton of residentials, but you have done um, in the past, though. Yeah, and green bins just weren't—they weren't really. Around. No, I had you know, like our buddy Hugh. He offers a green bag uh, yeah, that's service. Like a dead service. Yeah, that's a green bag service. So fucking humongous. Yeah. Um, GIMO, by the way, everyone on Instagram. Yeah, get on follow. him. Um, Cutie. Dale Lang goes on to say it comes down to where you live and the weather, season conditions. He said, uh, Victorian winters are bitches to catch the grass. Heavy mowers with the weight of the grass in the bags can leave wheel marks. Then uh, depends on how long, how often you service the property, weekly, fortnightly, three-weekly. Um, all total yeah, valid, um, points. valid points, which I 100% agree with. Yeah. Now, Kyle Kilgallen. Mm-hmm. Did I say that good? Yeah, yeah. He did a good job. Um, he goes on to say that he mulches or side discharges everything. Now, I just want to say specifically to Kyle, this episode and like all of these points, man, like none of it is relative to your business. Yeah. Like I've seen no, the type of shit that you do. No one's expecting you to catch with a fucking 72 inch fucking Yeah, ride. dude. No, and like all of this hilly, like acres yeah. upon acres. Um, yeah. Man, I so so Kyle has he has a lot of a lot of points in here yeah. where he's brought up. He's you know, but I just don't think like I think with his business model, he is one hundred percent correct. Built for the bukkake, for yeah. Sure. Um, you know, he's at those jobs where he's probably singing "Give Me Love." Yeah, he sent me a few photos this morning. He's fucking yeah. chewing through some fucking filthy big properties. So yeah, so um, you know. Like BJ said, um, 
I don't think anyone's tripping if you never thought about catching yeah. in, in in that type of environment. Adrian Wheeler goes on to say that he mulches at certain times of the year with different lawns for health of the turf. Yep. So that's a great point. Uh, we try to catch most of the year, but it is healthy for the lawn to leave the nutrients of the leaf in the soil. Um, time for a place for both methods if done right and leaving a great finish. So um, I think that's another great breakdown. Um, you know, leaving the nutrients in the soil. I believe he's a WA guy. Okay. Um, so they know, man, they know about that shit. Yeah, that's their thing. Um, oh, another one. What do you mean? Hugh, another WA boy. Yeah, another WA guy. Um, Humongous. He says he he always either side discharges or catches it himself. He never mulches. Um, man, I'd love to hear from everyone in WA and just see like is is. Because we know about the WA guys, right? And we're gonna get yeah. we're gonna get some some of them on here. But all about the cylinders, all about you know, um, we've had Luke Smith on talking yep. a little bit about it. But man, those dudes like they don't mulch. No, they catch. Um, so well, um, Luke's got the Super Zs. No, Super S. He's got the Super S. Yeah, uh, he has catch, catch Pro. Bro. He's got um, he's got a prototype Pro Shield. Oh, okay, um, one of the OG ones. Yeah, one of our like homemade built yeah, units. That's what so, I got, isn't um, it? That's what you got, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So his might have even been before yours. Oh damn. Um so it'd be interesting to see how that's holding up. <laughs> uh Joshua Scott says he'd be keen to hear about setups um for blades. So um look, he he does mention uh push mowers. <sighs> look, I'm probably not the best person. No. To talk about the push mower thing. No, nah, I really we we only catch with our push mowers. I've side discharged with a uh, with the SFC thirty, and I've thrown the mulch plug in, uh, and that's pretty much my experience with mulching. I, I think it does a good job, but still, I just it's a finishing mower, so it it loves to vacuum. So I don't know, man. Um. So Josh, look, we'll um we'll keep this in the archive, and we might try and get. Um, a guest on yes, you know, does a ton of push mowing and messes around with different you know blade concepts yeah. um, but thank you very much for your comment nonetheless uh, Martin Briscoe says he only catches uh, when um, when he can use their on-site bin okay um, it actually says I only catch where there is a big otherwise mulch okay but I'm assuming that's bin. a typo yeah See, I'm fucking smart. Like yeah, that, yeah, eh? yeah. You put it together. You're like up. a fucking Sherlock Holmes. Ash Smithers. Uh, he could be another WA guy, uh, Mr. Smithers. Oh, yeah, um, I think so. He also wears bad workwear, bad Ooh, saving um, handsome. So, um, my opinion is if you're doing well-maintained residential fortnightly or weekly mowing with a rotary or cylinder, catching is the only option to finish a job. Mulching, no matter how good you reckon it looks, never looks as good as catching unless you're cylinder mowing every two to three days. Um, you know, as as a WA guy, um, you know, I think that's that's a fairly typical. Yeah. You know, that is that's kind of like their their mindset. Yeah. And that is the level. They um, they have high standards. But I do agree as well. I kind of do. If you. I think at the end of the day, if you put a lawn somewhere and you mulch half of it and you catch half of it, I don't see a scenario where that mulched finish looks as good. Yeah. Compared 
directly compared. Yeah. I just, you know. What about, what about the health of the turf? Do you think the mulch will be healthier than the court or vice versa? Or you um, think they'll be the same? They'll get the same nutrients, they'll so, get the same sunlight? So, look, I just think realistically people go on and emphasise how how great for a lawn mulching is. Um, they almost never say catching is bad for your lawn. Yeah, that's true. Like, who the fuck says that? Um, <laughs> yeah. The only time it's bad is if you fertilise, like, 20 minutes before. Yeah, and then you suck up all your fertiliser. Yeah, you know, so I think... Um, and I don't want people to think I'm going on, a you know, a, a tangent attacking people that mulch because it really isn't how I feel. No. Um, but really, you got to lay out... Yeah. you got to lay out all the points. Be fair. Um, Tristram, uh, another WA guy. Um, <laughs> I wish I didn't commit to this. He said sidebars about meth head old ladies. And I can only assume he's talking about Nola. Nola. Um, can I ask you a question? Yes. If I was to ask Nola mm-hmm. um, about catching or mulching, what would that sound like? Hey, Nola. No, 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 you oh, are Nola. Oh, I'm Nola. If I was to ask Nola. Oh, yeah, Ben, oh, I, don't, I don't care. <laughs> Just give us a ciggy and make me fucking lord, eh? Just bang one up for the boss, eh? Yeah. <laughs> um, Watch out for the critters. <laughs> um, okay, so we've got Corey Rogers, and he says, Our resi run catches. Um, <laughs> our resi run catches. We mow a lot of picky old... Um, Old clients, the grass grows mad here, so you can't hide the fact that it's mulched. Yeah. Um, winter would be a different story. Acreage is, acreage is always mulched unless he's using the 104. I spend a bit of extra time in autumn when the leaves are bad to chew them up. Rada, rada, rada. Now, um, it's a funny comment here. Acreage is is mulched. Um, so that's... That's all. Yeah. yeah, you know, that's, that's a little bit surprising yeah. to me because I would never, ever um, consider mulching... Virtually any of my houses. Yeah. Um, no, nah, me neither. I really also don't think that a lot of my... Certainly not this summer. I just don't think that, that any mulch kit or any mould really would, <laughs> would have handled it. it. Nah. Yeah, yeah. Nah, so, the growth is crazy. And I'm only guessing that... Because the kick down south grows fucking crazier than anything we've got here. So I'm guessing it's probably the same situation down south. They would have had a bit of trouble if they're full dedicated mulching crews. Look, I think if I was mowing weekly like I do here... In that paddock? Yeah. Um, look, I think I'd probably be fine with a dedicated mulch kit. Yeah. Um, you know, so from a homeowner's perspective, it just means that, you know, like from a contractor's perspective, I'd have to unbolt that thing to do mm. these other jobs. Yeah. Um, okay, so finally we got Tristram back on a serious note. Um, he prefers to catch. He, he believes that it provides a more satisfying result. Um, he charges for clippings and time. No yep. idea how it rolls in the residential market, but... He loves catching mowing over mulch mowing. Yeah. Um, so I think that sort of, sort of comes down to your own level of, um, say, standards. Yeah. I think I think at the end of the day, with, with mulching or catching, as long as you're getting paid appropriately and you don't mind taking the clippings away with, with catching and, and you don't mind leaving them behind with mulching and you're satisfied with what you've done, I guess it really gives a fuck. But I personally... I just couldn't leave a fucking a bummy lawn behind. Like, yeah, and I think at the end of the day, I think if, if you're running a successful business, 
um, you know, where you're making more more money than, you know, what you're spending or yeah, yeah. whatever the case is. Look, I think, you know, probably half of this shit doesn't matter. No. Um, if you are out there and, you know, you're like, geez, can I can I do better or can I make more money or how can I be more successful? Then I think that this is a topic that has some credibility. Yeah. Um, Adam will go on to say that in the growing season, I'm mulching my weekly lawns, but the majority, which are fortnightly, need to be caught. Wintertime mulching wins. So um, that's probably a direct result um, of, you know, mulching in demanding... um, in demanding conditions, yep. you know, is probably not. It's all about the growth, isn't it? Um, you know, and hey, on the flip side to that, catching a beer bastard in those conditions too. <laughs> um, so Craig Burrows uh, says, Benny, one thing I think makes a difference with ride-on standards and tractors is the difference in visibility of the cuttings left behind. A single cutting deck on, say, a tractor, the cuttings are more visible than a ZTR stand on leaves behind because of the extra cutting decks. I also find three cutting deck spindles as opposed to only two uh, leaves a better finish. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I think if you're, you know, when you're using a bigger mower, you've got more spindles yep. on there, more blades. Um, I probably will say about the tractors, like a lot of tractors have swing back setups. Yeah. And those those swing back setups, man, they're, they're a bit of a sleeper. Yeah. Um, I think you'd be surprised at how well they disperse. Um, I'm not a tractor dude, but, um, you know, we demoed the, the Cox. Yeah, I remember that. The Cox Lawn Boss. Yeah. And super, super impressed with the discharge capabilities. Now, you know, more to Craig's point, that's not really a mulching. No. You know, but it was dispersing very finely yeah. and very nicely. I haven't had much experience with tractors, but not really at all. I shot a gun off one a couple of times. Yeah. Like a um, hillbilly. I got one out the back. I just don't give a fuck about it. <laughs> Let's burn um, it one day. <laughs> but they have their place in the market. Yeah. Um, you know, Hilly stuff. Um, it's a residential king, isn't it? it. <laughs> Hilly stuff. Um, <laughs> a residential mower. So, no, lots of people are using like a 30-inch Cox or Greenfield because you can pick them up for say a couple grand yeah. instead of spending you know the 10 to 14 Gs um, on the 32 standards. Um, but absolutely Craig, um, more blades, more spindles, that's gonna help out uh, definitely as opposed to you know your 36 or 42s or even 32s that only have two blades on. Um, I can see three being a- um, Advantage. Yeah, um, Nick Lang. That's did I, that's not right. Hey, Nick Lang. Nick? Yeah, yeah, that'll do. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's close um, enough. He said that he was a massive fan of catching and couldn't understand the idea of mulching, but since he's got the thirty-two skag, he thought he'd give mulching a go. Uh, what a difference! He went from going to the tip all the time to barely going at all. Now I'm going to stop this comment here and say that. You know, that pretty much much cements everything that we've said in the episode. Yeah. Um, and he's found a way to make that work in his business. He said, most of his customers don't have green bins and I don't want them to have to rely on them. Um, for the most part, it's, if it's a regular and there's not a substantial amount uh, to come off, um, he'll mulch or side throw initially. Then a couple of clicks up on the deck, hide for another pass. Um, if it still looks average, then he'll chuck the catch pro on and get what's left. Now yeah. that goes back to your yeah, yeah. your theory and your strategy that um, hey, if you think you can get away with it, 
Yeah. Leave the cash pro off or leave a catcher off, whatever the case. Yeah. And look, if, if you're not happy with it, bung the catcher on, vacuum it up, yeah. cop it sweet, right? Um, so in, in an environment where, like say if that's a regular job, um, you probably have to wear that cost. Yeah. But if it's like a brand new client, you probably quote that little bit of extra yeah. for, the, for the possibility, right? Yeah, I would now. Yeah. Okay. Now, Daniel Smith, we're finally here. Yeah. Um, he says this is his favorite topic and he spent many years mulching. Um, he refused to catch. Um, due to the Queensland lawns, um, he's got cooch here in commas. Um, and buying a catch bro, it converted me and now I'm a diehard catching guy only. Um, I'll stop that comment there and say that obviously he's he's moved on from the catch pros. <laughs> he was, what did he have? So he had a, a 61 inch bobcat yes. with the blower vac system or whatever it is. Um, and then now he's fucking swimming in Gianni's. Yeah, so um, he goes on to say that um, yes, you can get good, great job mulching, but generally takes more effort for the same finish. finish Two passes and time blowing down the clumps of grass. Different grass mulches better. Since transitioning to catching, I find I've been saving time and fuel. One pass cut collect. Now I am just going to stop this here and say that this dude has a superior, yeah. superior grass catching yeah. machine. When he says, like I've seen the shit that he does. Yeah. And if you haven't seen it, um, have a look at Never Mow Again. Yeah, on he's YouTube. Got a YouTube channel. Yeah, he's got heaps of videos um, up. I mean, he can roll over like. A fucking foot of grass. Yeah, and it just and vacuums. it just vacuums it sweet. Not fast, but fast enough to still be still. Yeah, be like full. if you were going to even try and mulch, yeah, you'd, you'd be, probably break. Something. Yeah. Um. So hey, we're going back to horses for courses. Yeah. Like he's he's invested his Huge. whole setup and his equipment that he runs. Yeah. Everything that he does, he's revolved that around catching. Yeah. Whereas some people. Let's say Anthony Moore, they're running out of a van. Yeah. Like, Fuck that, I'm not taking ground green. Yeah. Um, so two sides of the spectrum yeah. and two sides that clearly work. Yeah. Um, so let's go on. Uh, we have Anthony Hahn here who we mentioned before. Oh, Steve Kaki. Stephen Bakaki. Um, he said most of his jobs um, are, say, small to size, medium residentials. Um, all of them get caught. All the waste goes into their green bins. Um goes on to say if there's not um enough room in the bins he has a little trick um so he'll give it a, uh the lawn a mulch first then go over it again with the catcher it leaves it looking great and nice and you only have to take away about half the clipping so that yeah. goes back to your yeah. theory where you take the bulkiness out that's it clean up the rest uh gary ashton from aussie lawn stars um our industry is built out of necessity and the people who invest it in doing what works well for them will likely have a strong position, whichever option that is. So good neutral, yep. uh, good neutral uh, sort of theory here. Um, he goes on to say that he found mulching um, as near 100% of his jobs as possible, made his run more efficient, and efficiency makes a tight profit margin a little bit better. Yeah. Sometimes we need to look around the issue to realize the reasons we can be flexible instead of convincing ourselves and others that there is only one way to do it. Yeah. So really good, um, really good comment here. Now, Gary Ashton has actually, um, he, he just picked up his first catch bro. Oh, nice. Um, and um, he, he, like you said, has a 100% multi yep. business. 
He's got a, a Walker, I uh, forget which model, but it's the... Um, is it the diesel one or is it a petrol I don't one? think it's the diesel one, but it's not like the direct collect. Oh, okay, yeah. It's yeah, a side throw yeah. mulching. And he's got it set up for mulching. Yep. And look, he um, is in a market where he can do that. Yep. He does have a few periods where, you know, they're from a distance, you stand back, everything looks fine. Yeah. But if you got right up close, <coughs> you would see, you know, a little bit, bit of muck. Stuff. Yeah. He's got the catch pro there to just vacuum up those okay. little bits. Um, Joseph says he catches 100% uh, push mowing and resis. Yeah, he's a local dude too. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. Um, Adam would say he's 50-50 with catch and uh, mulch discharge. Nice. Um, Grant Osborne um, says uh, more to the point. This is probably a piggyback off a different comment. It's not just a matter of equipment to catch leave on the ground a drive around on any given day or look at the rigs on the pages this is one and 90 percent of contractors rigs aren't set up to take grass away now that's an interesting comment i'm not yeah. sure what market you're in but um i would have thought it was the other way around yeah me too i would have like in brizzy yeah 100 um, you barely it just i think every rig is set up <laughs> you to even take away like we do that much gardening man like yeah you've got to be set up for it or you, i just think you know I don't really know what you'd be doing. Yeah. Um, Fucking, well, that's, so that's winter, an interesting comment. That's a weird one. I, I would definitely think it's the opposite way. Look, I In think Brisbane anyway. Like, like, I think if you're, you know, let's say a Sydney or a Melbourne guy. That's, or in like, a city, maybe. Like, yeah. really in a city. Yeah, I mean, it can happen in Brisbane too. Um, yeah, it's a big city. So, Luke Smith from WA says, it seems to me that the motivation to mulch is mostly because it is better or easier for the operator. Not because it is better for the client. Yeah, which you mentioned earlier. Yeah, I mean, I kind of have that same theory. Catching is more difficult for the operator and um, is most often better for the client, which I also do agree with. Yeah. Um, Luke is like my fucking kindred spirit right now. <laughs> uh, there are a few times where mulching is better for the client, but majority of jobs look better caught. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just really think that that's great. Um, we, um, we're probably running really long here. Yeah, that's um, all right. We'll keep going. Fucking why not? Paul Luck um, has a comment for Luke Smith. He says, 100% is better for the operator. You don't make money in business by aiming for pe- perfection unless you're willing to charge a huge premium for that very few customers who are willing to pay. Probably going to stop that there um, and say that, like, uh, I... I don't think in in my 20 years I've ever really experienced um, a situation where, like, uh, clients are just not willing to pay for the full service. No, never. Um, now, I, I will go back and say that, yes, I think if someone has a, a mulching-style business and they're, they are going to be quick, they yeah. are going to be efficient, if you're charging that same price... Yeah. But I just can't see how. Um, I just don't. I, I, I can't see how the the business models and the pricing structures would ever be the same. No. When you're really not comparing apples to yeah. oranges, uh, and, apples to apples. And that kind of that comment kind of makes me think like it is a quantity over quality thing. It's trying to get as many done as you can. Charge your money. Now, get in. Get out. Yep. Now, if if Paul, I think. 
you know, was kind of saying like, if you're doing the same jobs and you're and you're paying the same price, yeah, then you you're probably not going to be as successful. No, I know Paul is very stuff. regimented in his in his systems, um, so maybe that's why he has more success with the mulching. Like he's, I think he's got some uh, a few weekly cl- customers there, which would make a huge difference to mulching. Oh, I mean, that would make a huge difference. Now he goes on to say. Um, if you can achieve a mulch job that is 95% as good as a court, that few, if any, customers will even notice the difference yet save 30% of your time product- productivity goes through the roof. Now, um, I can agree with that. Yep. But it just the, just the issue that I have with it is if you can achieve 95% as good of a result, you know, it just sort of goes to show that it's really not the same level of service. Yeah. And it's if you can achieve 95%. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're only hitting 80%, um, or you know what, in some cases a lot worse. Yeah. Um, I would probably think that um, you could probably save better than 30% of your time. Um, like I know, yeah, I think if you're if you're running a dedicated mulching business, I'd probably expect to save more than 30%. Yeah. Um, but never was, getting off your machine. Yeah, look, I do think horses for courses as well. Um, but you know, in a way, I think it comments like that really cement the fact that catching clearly looks better. Yeah. Um, and if we've already established that, whilst it has benefits to the lawn, but not necessarily. Then we really got to try and find out what is the benefit for the client. Yeah, I um, mean, I can see, I can definitely see his side of the fence. It's, you know, he's not going for that Instagram look. He's going for, you know, the the quantity. He's he's getting in, getting out. And for me, my business isn't about that. Um, like I'm still making good dollars, and I'm catching everything basically. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, if I. I don't know about thirty percent more, though. I don't think I. How much did he say? How much more money you could add? Uh, he's saying like he could be thirty percent more, more productive, productive. Um, which is you know like I think it's about right. I think maybe it could be, be a little bit more productive. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you're talking about going to the tip at the end of the day. Yeah, that's true. You know, lifting grass bags and stuff. See, my I'm set up so I only have to go maybe once or twice a week. Yeah, I mean the way that I was set up, I only had to go once a week. Yeah. Um and really not that much of it was grass no when you when you look at the, the amount of what we're actually catching and what we could leave on site yeah um so yeah uh james centurino in my local council we don't have green bins for the clippings so a lot of contractors are mulching when giving the customer the two price options the majority go for mulching um so i think oh. that probably um goes to show that Hey, different markets will yeah. have different demands. Yep. Um, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle goes on to say catching is a scam. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say that, you know, like we said earlier, I kind of believe that's true in his market as well. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't be catching a fucking thing in his market. No so, way. Um, mulching or catching, uh, this is from Paul Ellis. Mulching or catching depends generally on a number of things. Number one, client expectations. So, um, yeah, hey. If you've got real fussy clients... Um, 100%. You know, be clear what method you're going to use. Another excellent point. I yep. think you do need to be up front. Um, 
be clear what uh, method you're going to use and why. So I've just fucking repeated that. The lawn condition, if if it's just a sporadic and only watered by rainfall, like in Adelaide at the moment, um, or well watered all year round, the lawn species are more suited to other types, rada, rada, rada. It just goes on um, to, to give you all the variables, yeah. which I think um, is another great explanation that um, you have to look at a lawn sometimes yeah. and look at the expectation as well yeah. um, and, and sort of be like, well, um, you know, if you've had this lawn caught for 20 years and you were paying $60, yeah. it's probably going to be a little bit difficult for me <laughs> to sell you a mulch and, and charge you 80 Yeah, that's it. Um, uh, Dale's on here. Um, I got the pleasure to hang out with Dale for a bit and go over his business. And um, yeah, we've fucking definitely got some <laughs> different business methods, but uh, yeah, he's a very successful, successful dude. Like, yeah, he's a great business. Mad things. Um, so that's Dale from Urban Turf. Yep. Are you trying to trick me into something? <laughs> so Dale says um, he's had them all for uh, from rear uh, discharge John Deere machines to Gianni's uh, with the high lift collection. Um, now he's got V-Rides. He said every machine had its purpose. The Gianni had the best finish, but our clients couldn't have cared about catching and I struggled to get them to even pay a few more bucks per hour. Um, that's pretty interesting. Um, our current V-Rides leave a great finish besides... Uh, very long grass clippings um, and uh, goes on to say they're dispersed beautifully where we want them so you know he's obviously got um, you know a business model and a method that works well for him so he does a lot of commercial stuff so he does a lot of um, you know the, the frontages of residential villages uh, he does lots of roadways and footpaths and parks and shit like that so. yeah so why the fuck would you catch yeah exactly you know um, I don't think that makes any sense to catch and I think if you're doing roadways and you're not catching I think legally you have to be mulching oh really well, you can't be side fuck man shit. I've seen them fucking some dudes fucking side throwing around in the middle yeah I mean hey at your own risk but like yeah um, scary you know, shit when we were going to take on a council contract um, maybe two years ago um so it was, it, we were going to be subcontracting to someone. They all had rear discharge machines. Yeah. Um, like they were going to inspect our mowers. And because we had the advanced shoot systems, we passed. Oh, okay. Um, nice. If you didn't have a shoot blocker or a rear discharge machine or a dedicated mulch kit, you had yeah. no chance of even being considered for that site. It's just too much of a risk to side throw in those situations. Uh, Turtle goes on to say that, uh, first of all, he believes everyone's entitled to their own opinion and everyone should respect the path of each contractor. Um, I think that's a great comment. He said he does a commercial, um, he does a combination of commercial and residential properties. Uh, About three or four of his residential backyards are caught and the clippings placed in their green bins. The rest of my clients are mulched and all their lawns are happy. Uh, Sorry, and they're all happy with their lawns. Um, well, his lawns might be happy too. Yeah. Hey, man. Happy client. Happy lawn. That's happy it. turtle. Uh, thank you, uh, turtle, for your um, comment there. And I think it's a pretty good generalization. Yeah. Um, seems that most people are. This is a good one, man. You've fucking got a very respectful bunch of people in here. Hey, it's that community. It's that network. Yeah. Um, you know, and. Or you're just um, waiting for all the fucking juicy ones at the end. I mean, no one wants to hear the animal voice. <laughs> 
<laughs> when DJ fucking edits me for defamation. I'm going to have to fucking edit myself. fucking James. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Brandon Clark. I think it depends on the grass type. Whether it's wet, frequency, how long it is, length of cut. Too many variables for it uh, to be a one-stop shop. Um, if catching, I stockpile my clippings at home and do less tip runs. Um <laughs> he said the downside in Queensland is the stinko grass in summer. Oh, um, yeah. Mate, some of us fucking love oh, that stuff. Oh, it smells like horse shit. Yeah, no, nah, when it's when it's, when it's it's freshly cut, it's, it's good. Actually. Yeah, yeah, it's delicious when it's freshly cut. But yeah, if you... You know, like after it's raining and, you know, oh. ter- and you go for a drive to the shop and you're like... Ah, yeah, or you fucking. Fun. What about when oh, you've had dropped, a bag in? I just dropped the C. I just dropped the C. Did ya? Yeah. Give me a time. I've got to knock all these C's out. Nah, leave that one in. It's my first one. Oh, right, fair uh, enough. We get one. Rob Meller, who I believe is uh, a rep for Briggs and Stratton. Oh, okay, uh, could sweet. Be a Ferris rep, or maybe just a Briggs rep. Yeah. yeah. Um, he said another factor is um, some of their Ferris decks, which are a combination deck design of rear discharge and has the half baffle. Now, what he's talking about is the... Uh, the 36? Yeah, Z1. Yeah. Z1, um, which does have... It's like a... Kind of like a dedicated Martin machine. deck. Um, and, yeah, look, I can see that being great. Um, I, I've used it. It yeah. works good. I do think that there are going to be some issues there when you, you know, start getting into some longer, thicker stuff. Yeah. But... Um, like I've, I've talked to, to, to people that have bought those machines and like I haven't heard a lot of bad stuff so how do you stick um, a catch pro on that you got to fucking glue it to the back end you don't put a catch pro on that why are you talking to them then <laughs> um hey it, it was for the stand on army oh fair enough um, fair enough so um Conrad Brookman uh on the subject of mulch mowing leading to thatch build up I think this is a fallacy that needs to be addressed science says no um it doesn't. This has actually been researched and proven by turf scientists, but this also applies to lawn mowing according to the one-third rule, not necessarily grass cutting, which is a, a different um, concept entirely. Now, um, hey, look, I think um, this is a, a really interesting topic. And yeah. this, is, this goes back to educating your clients. Yeah. Um, you know, whilst, whilst I agree with what Conrad is saying, I just... I just think that there is too many variables yeah. to, to be using that educating. Um, let's face it. I mean, he's a Brisbane guy too. Um, it's pretty rare that on a fortnightly mowing cycle, you're, you're taking off one third. Fuck, man. It grows like seven times. Yeah. Like so, today, we're doing a fortnight's growth and some of the some of the shit's like, you know. Worse than what it was when you cut yeah, it two weeks ago. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking good. So, um, some of the... See, some of the seed heads on the um, on the couch, they're just reaching. It's um, you was getting around a foot, but obviously not the actual leaf. But yeah, it's, there's a lot of variables. And like I said before, um, it doesn't necessarily cause thatch, but if you have a very thatchy lawn already, or like a very thatchy client, yeah, and you just continue to do it, um, it'll, it'll it adds grow. to it. It does. It makes it worse. Yeah. Now. That is different to if you've got a normal, like, good condition lawn yeah. that doesn't have thatch. Mulching that lawn is is not going to create thatch. No. Um, that has been proven according to that one-third rule. Um, so, uh, Paul Luck uh, goes on to say that he's built his business around 100% mulching. He said he learned in his first week of business that catching is 
a massive productivity killer with the right mower, the right grass, and the right frequency, I believe it can be mulched and look 95% to 100% as good cord. Now, I am gonna stop this comment here um, and emphasize there's a lot of variables there. Yeah. Um, we like, you don't, you cannot really- The right mower, the right grass, and the right frequency, I believe it can be 95% to 100% as good. Now, look, I think if you have a business model where you've been able to um, pick up all the clients that fit all that criteria. How long would it take? I'm not sure. And Paul, take, yeah. Paul, it would be great to elaborate on that. How long would it take to build up that clientele? Um, it would take a while because... You know, it just... Oh, look, man, I, I just think it depends. I just think that when you're trying to build a business... I do think you need to diversify. Yeah. I think it helps when times get hard. Definitely. Um, you know, I think um, you you have to be able to provide different services to different people where it's needed in order to have that longevity. Yeah. Um, you know, so he does go on to say, um, I'd say 80% of my clients don't even realize I mulch. So I don't know, does that mean like the other 20% they realize and they're still happy or they or they realize and they're not happy. I'm just not sure how yeah. comfortable I would feel knowing that 20% of my clientele base is not happy with what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, they could just be aware of what he's doing. They could be aware of it, yeah. Um, I mean, some people might not like it just on the basis of it's easier for you and they just don't fucking like that. Yeah. People who are paying for a service like to see Mate, shit. That's fucking... When you get into villages and shit, if people see you smiling, <laughs> then... Well, not all people, but some people, if they see you smiling, and they it, don't think you're working hard enough. And it also goes on a little bit, you know, like with growth regulators and stuff, like people are picking up contracts and like, yeah, we're going to charge you $100 a fortnight to maintain these hedges and then we're going to use a growth regulator yeah. afterwards and we're not, we're literally, we're not going to fucking touch these Yeah, we'll, we'll come, have a look, maybe tip something and then bail. And look, it, no matter how you break that down, some people are going to have an issue with it. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's the same thing. Um, Sean says, catch where possible, mulch discharge where necessary. Um, Shannon says, all of his ZTR work is mulch. 90% of his lawns are Kaikuyu. All about uh, training customers, I believe. Quoted a new customer last month, decent size area, told them I only mulch, mow, right on work. Um, now, I can probably say that with the right on stuff, um, you know, it's I'd say it's it's pretty common for yeah. for guys to not catch with ride-ons. Yeah, I think a lot of the people that are catching with ride-ons are substituting that push mower for a ride-on yeah. to make their life easier. Yep, um, <laughs> that's me. Yeah, so hey, it's me. Yeah, forty-eight. So um, you know, horses, of course, is there. Um, when we're talking about training your customer um that's that that's that cop out line for me yeah um i mean i think he's not training him he's just informing them of the services he provides no he's training them um it's all about training the customers i believe so yeah but i mean you're training not really- the customer so the customer has the expectation that he's going to get a lawnmower man out to cut the lawn yeah and it's going to be fucking caught and he is training that customer to think 
That is not the correct way. Okay. The correct way is mulching. Yeah. Um, so and that's the correct way for him, not for the customer. So I don't know. It's it's every, like each each to their own. But I, I sort of read that. And I saw that. Oh, slap dicks on here. <laughs> Only 51 minutes ago, Mr. Alistair slap dick Duncan. <laughs> um, I kind of think um, of it like a quote from the Pacific. Never run when you can walk. Never walk when you can stand. Never stand when you can sit. Never sit when you can lay down. Never lay down when you can sleep. And never pass a supply of clean water. Um, never catch when you can side throw never side throw when you can mulch spring I catch um, because two weekly is bullshit and I can't make it tidy because it's usually too wet soon as it dries up a bit I side throw then about December uh, to the next spring I mulch so yeah pretty reasonable comments yeah so I know that he does a lot of different like he does I think fescues and shit like that. He has different grass types again because uh, he's not in Australia. But, um, yeah, man, reasonable comment. I mean, I, look, for the most part, I kind of agree with it. Like, um, you know, if you are sort of quoting a job and you don't have to catch, um, you know, and, and you can do the job 100% to yeah. the level... Um, then sure yeah. why, why catch it That's um, it. look I think that that we know that he's structured his business around stand on mowers yeah. and ride on mowing I don't know how much push mowing he actually does um, but yeah pretty reasonable comment and that's actually the last comment so damn um, I'm not going to look at any more notifications. Fuck. Uh, I don't know if people are getting bored with this yeah. or if this has been good content I don't, I don't know how long we got maybe we can split this into two possibly look I love I love this topic. I love breaking it all down. Um, it's. I love the feedback. That's fucking awesome that we can do that. Maybe we'll. Yeah, man. If we're ever reaching for content again, yeah. we'll just get the homies over at LMCA to to um, give us what we need. Yeah, give it to us. Um, before we put a bow on it, mm. um, is there anything that you want to add, pal? Mate, I'm all good. Hey, like I'm just. Uh, I'm just waiting for this cool weather to kick in so I can actually take a breather. I um I need a holiday, bro. I know I just got back from Melbourne, but fuck me, that was that was hectic. That was a lot of alcohol. You need a holiday from your holiday. Right? I've not. <laughs> fuck, I've not drunk that much alcohol. I, I reckon I was feeling a bit hey going for a couple of days, a good couple of days. Yeah, but uh, it was good. Um, okay, before we wrap this one up and put the final bow on it, I want to say thank you to everybody who contributed it in LMCA. Yeah. Whether your comments um, were either for or against any um, any concept, yep. I think they're all valid. Yeah. Um, I, man, I, I love this to- uh, topic. It's, it's something different that everybody sort of has a little bit of a different view on and um, absolutely and I really I I genuinely want everyone in LMCA to have successful businesses yeah and whatever they think if they have a 100% mulching business that um, you know I hope that potentially we have made them see that hey you know yes you, you could be running a super successful business 
there are other client opportunities out there, like your high premium clients yeah. that you can get a lot of self-satisfaction out of. Yep. Um, and to the people that are just straight up catching, you know, you could be able to, um, you know, find an easier way to, to do some of those jobs. Yeah, take that catcher off, put a, um, put a blocker on. Give it a go. Or maybe run a mulch kit two days a week. Or, yeah. you know, there's there's things that can be done. Um, so whatever the concept is and whatever the business structure is, um, you know, I think there is always another way. Yeah. Um, Try new things. Yeah. In the um, bedroom. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. I'm Ben from Cash Pro. I'm PJ from TBL Property Maintenance. And we are out of time. Thank you. Peace.